The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who's on the straight and narrow. I'm glad that you guys have joined us here for Rotten of the Core Wednesday on Sons of Liberty. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you from, live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Um, if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you are listening via radio and you'd like to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Um, you can uh, check out the articles we got there. If you feel so inclined to help us in the cause that we're doing here, there is a donate button right at the top of the page. You can click on that, and you can make a donation to help us out. We, we do have needs. Um, and also, if you'd like to partner with us, that's a, a monthly donations that you can help sustain us in what we're doing. You can become a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. And also, there's a store button there. If you'd like to get pick up one of our T-shirts, uh, coffee mug, water bottles, video series, Bradley's video series of dealing with the stuff in the public schools, that's there, my war. Uh, comic books, you got younger kids that, that like comic books, or older kids, for that matter, like comic books. Bradley's testimony is in comic book form. You can pick that out. Um, it is uh, done by a very famous DC Comics uh, guy as well. And also, while you're there, be sure to sign up for our free newsletter. Um, again, we don't rent it out. We don't spam you. We don't sell you stuff. You get one email each evening. That's it. It get, comes with all the articles of the day, me, Bradley, and the contributors at Sons of Liberty have and then also jump over there if you're looking to uh, watch the video portion of the show it's right there on the right side of the page mine's mm -hmm. the second one down and uh, bradley's is the one above that uh also if you want to watch us online you can do so on our twitter account at bradley dean one bradley dean one on twitter periscope and twitch at setting brush fires our facebook page bradley dean sol youtube channel just look for bradley dean BeforeIt'sNews.com, we're live right there right now. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And we're also on Cutting Edge TV on Roku. And appreciate those guys uh, doing what they're doing for us as well. If you'd like to call in anytime, the number is 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. And uh, for whatever reason, I'm, man, I mean, uh, my system is using up a lot of resources, and I normally don't have this kind of pull, 
on my system. So I don't know why that is, uh, but it is happening. And so we may get a couple of glitches. Maybe you guys are noticing that. I hope not. Um, but yeah, we're, man, I, and I don't even have anything open but the stuff that we have. Anyway, I don't want to bore you with that. I can't reboot the, the computer in the middle of the uh, uh, of what we're doing. So we're just going to do the best we can with it. And to help me do that is the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, had a interesting conversation yesterday with our good friend, uh, Charlotte Iserbite, and mm-hmm. we uh, are trying to reschedule the the, um, the the pre-record that we're going to do for the folks. We let them know that about that. I think it was back in December, the first part of December, and mm-hmm. we set up to do it the next week. She's got some dental work that's being done, and it's she says it makes it hard for her to talk, and she doesn't feel very comfortable doing that. So I said, you know, take your time. Do whatever you got to do. We're going to bring it in. But some of the stuff we talked about came as a result of uh, your work. And, oh, okay. Yeah, and she was she was making mention going through all the stuff and the documents. that She's going to be sending me a lot of documents that hopefully we're going to find a way to get it on there. Her son had set up a, uh, a website called AmericanDeception.com. And it was up for like 20 years, had documents that nobody saw, Uh, Mm -hmm. documents where Ronald Reagan, the people that claim he's the conservative, you know, he's the one, he's the uh, the be all end all uh, to where he was selling us out to the Russians uh, and that via the education system. And um, and her son was they ended up targeting him. He was shot and uh, he lived, but he was uh, he was pretty damaged and they went after the site, too. But they are yeah. moving the documents over to another one of her sites. And um, so I uh, am just, uh, we just had a great conversation about that. And that leads into what we're going to talk about today. Because I think it was last week, I did a full show on some of the spending in the in this bill that President Trump signed that came from Congress. They're all in it together, guys. They're all in it together. But the deception on, on the American people, Lynn, is that they think somehow Donald Trump's not in on it. But they're all working for the same agenda here. They're, he's signing the bills they send him. And so yeah. I covered a lot of the big stuff. Most of it was, at least in the alternative media as it as it is, um, some of it was in the mainstream media. But you've uncovered, I mean, there's 5,500 pages of this stuff. You've uncovered stuff that, that flies under everybody's radar because nobody thinks everybody thinks this stuff is just a given. It's uh, it, it, it doesn't damage anything. And yet what it is, this is at the root. This is what I keep telling people. If, they, if, you, if you don't want to tune in here and hear about the education and the indoctrination of your children into a communist workforce then you don't want to turn in here because it's not sexy. It's not pretty. It's not, you know, red meat. It's not something that you can say, oh, the Democrats this and the Democrats that. No, it's both of them. It's both of them doing it. It's the president doing it, and he and he's just following in line with the other ones. So you've uncovered a ton of spending, unconstitutional spending, that continues to advance this communist agenda that Reagan started uh, back in the 80s. And uh, why don't you go ahead and kick that off for us? Okay. Um, the only thing I am going to say is, you know, we've seen it in the chat room. We've seen it everywhere that, you know, we, people think that we're just anti-Trump. We're not. We're not pro-Biden either. The fact of 
of the matter and what you've said is that they're all in it together. And if we need proof of that, just look at the, the clamor that's going on in D.C. right now for the supposed right side or the godly side. And sorry, I'm not buying it. There is so much that we can say about it, but we're not because we're going to go on to this stupid bill. It's actually uh, HR 133, now public law 116-260. So let's stop and think about that, Tim. That 116 means that it was built and signed and created in the 116th Congress. We just on Sunday, I believe it was, swore in the 117th Congressional session. Now, for Congress at 116-260, that means 260 laws were made and put into being during that 116th session. And 95% of them are unconstitutionally based. And I don't have an exact figure, but I can tell you that the majority of them are going to be somehow related to this current crisis that we're in. Well, I, yeah, well, it's tight. Well, it's tied to that, but they're using that as the cover to send this money out. And by the way, let me throw this in because this was a point that we had that I had in the conversation with Charlotte yesterday. You know, China has kind of taken the front stage, right? And I told people back when I, I don't know when it was that I told them, I said, be careful. I said, because this sounds like Orwell's 1984. We got the two foreign agents, you know, they, they were buddy-buddy with one and then were enemies with the other, and they go back and forth to keep the people kind of in line that there's always this perpetual war, this perpetual fear and all this. And the Trump administration focused us on China. And it's not that China's not an enemy, don't get me wrong, but it got the eyes off of Russia. And when I told her that, she said, I'm glad you see that. She said, China is like, uh, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase, She's like China's like the dog for Russia, and China doesn't do anything unless Russia tells it to do it. And so the eyes of the people are off of Russia, and Russia's been behind a lot of these things that we're seeing going on. And Russia is the one been, that's been behind the entire indoctrination process through what we call public schools um, since the time of Reagan. And that's where you know Charlotte really, I guess, came to fame if you want to say if you want to say that uh for blowing the whistle on what was going on in the Reagan administration with the Soviets. Yeah, I was looking through my notes when you were saying that because you know, I did see that China was mentioned in this particular bill, but there is a section and I'm trying to find it right now in my notes and pardon me because I've got so many notes it's not even funny. Um but it is the Bondi King Scholarly Exchange Initiative. Its focus will be on social justice because, after all, the goals and morals of Gandhi and then what uh, Dr. King were after, um, that's what it's being morphed into. Now, while this says it's an initiative, Tim, we need to point out, first of all, that initiatives should not be codified into law. Okay, they certainly should not be coming from the executive branch. They should be coming from we the people. But in this initiative, it's going to form an educational and cultural partnership with India. And it's going to set it up to have it fully funded 
I can't remember the millions and billions that it's going to go into those. It's going to create a new charter because along with this initiative, there will be a foundation. And with that foundation, there will be a committee. So we're going to see this happen as well. So if you look at the connections between China and Russia and now India, and we're going, oh, yeah, sign us up. Let's, you know, let's form this cultural and educational exchange. Well, yeah, and this is uh, these are some of the things that uh, that we know that go on behind the scene. They've been going on for what now? Uh, at least 40 years or close to 40 years. And one of the questions that I have is, what are you finding in th- this big omnibus bill? Now, this I don't mm-hmm. know how many of these Trump has signed when he said, oh, I, you know, after the first one, he, he said, oh, I put up a, such a fight, you know, threatening to shut down the government without shutting down the government and all that. You know, that's what we really need, to tell you the truth. We need a, a serious government shutdown. And we need to eliminate, but we need to eliminate the pay for those who are in it so they feel the pain like the American people feel it. Uh, but that's another show. But what are some oh, of the absolutely. what are some yeah. of the things that you're finding in this bill that are pushing this mm-hmm. agenda along? Okay. Um, rather than give you page numbers, I'm going to give you topics so that when you get the archive of this show and you find the link to this particular bill slash law, you can look these items up yourself, and hopefully, Tim, we can show people how to do that in case they've not done that. I mean, that's what helps me get through an almost sixty-five or, or six thousand page bill. Is you know, I take shortcut. Okay, anyway, Lynn, let headings. me let me let me interject something right there, folks. Sure. Just so you understand, I do archive the show at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. If you're watching this later. And you're saying, well, where is it at? Well, usually I have it up before lunch. It'll be under the same title as you're seeing on the video platforms. Um, gosh, what did I title it? Something even more unconstitutional spending in the ominous bill to advance the communist agenda. That's that's what I've got it titled. It'll be titled the same thing at Sons of Liberty Media. You'll be able to pull up all of the documents. If you want to go through all of the articles that um, uh, Lynn has got, all of that will be there. And if you come back to the YouTube channel before lunch, there'll be a link in the video description that says, see more here. That link will take you right to the archive. And all of this information that Lynn is talking about will be there. Um, But because of the magnitude of it, because of the page numbers and and two different bills that got stuck together, um, we're not going to be showing you every little page. So it'll be in there, though, for you to do. Go ahead, Lynn. Right, which is why I'm giving you topic rather than page number. Okay. Um, The topics that I chose to search for, or education, that is embedded in this omnibus law 919 times, Tim. Career, as in career tech education, is there 19 times. Global is 207. Science, 297. School, 330. Math, 26. Emotional, as in social and emotional learning, five. Assessments, 371 times. Block grants, which we've gone over before and how those um, intersect into education, those are mentioned 11 times. Idea funding, which is used for special needs in education, 21 times. Higher education, 329 times. Technology, 612 times. Elementary, as in elementary education, 37 times. Sustainable, as in the Sustainable Development Goals, 26 times. Learning, 53 times. 
algorithms eight times. Okay. So those are the headings that you most want to do. And if you want to go ahead and open up that link, Tim, let's show uh, folks how they could use those terms to search through this bill. All right. Uh, which one do you want me to open up here? It's the final version. It's the very first link that's in the okay. email. All right. I am doing that. All right. Here we go. Okay. So on your computer, you should be able to have a search tool and if you don't just hit control f at the same time you should see a little box yep. pop up and then you type in one of these terms and for example why don't you type in india so that we can show folks where that uh, initiative is that i was talking about yep we've got a uh, well it's still calculating <laughs> mm -hmm. is that not just wild yep there's well okay it's continuing. I don't know how how many. 531. India is 531 times? Yep. Wow. Okay. So that gives you an idea. And you should be able, since it will go through now and highlight everything where India is mentioned, you can uh, find where that initiative is. But, yeah, it's funded, I think, for the first two years at um, – Well, now, some of this is uh, – Indian tribes, so it would uh, some oh, of this would okay. Some okay, of this okay. would obviously so you, okay. yeah be tied here to the state. Some All right, so then do Gandhi. That'll be that'll be much easier. Do Gandhi. Gandhi. Mm -hmm. As in that'll the man. Okay, I, maybe I maybe I'm spelling something different. I'm spelling Gandhi. G H A N D I. That's it. All right, I'm not seeing anything. It's not pulling anything up in here. Okay. Huh. Oh well. Well, anyway, that's how you would search. Okay. Okay. So anyway, we're showing that. All right. So I want to dive into the social and emotional learning because a lot of this is what's flying under the radar. And let's see here. Where is, um, all right. You're going to find that near page 1851. It's going to be known as the Education Stability Fund. That is $81.8 billion, Tim. And what this does is it will also um, tie back to the CARES money, which we've gone over that one. But it's split at all educational levels. So if you're in daycare, if you're in kindergarten, early childhood education, K-12, through higher education, if you're in um, um, any of the, the education slash workforce programs, this is going to affect you as well. So they're taking the CARES money and then they're tying on 81 billion more dollars to this. And uh, just yesterday afternoon, there was an email that I got from Betsy DeVos that of this new money, this 81 billion, she's already trotting out. I think it was 54 billion of it in the name of COVID relief for K through 12 education. And I don't know uh, if you want to show that particular link to folks. I know I sent it, but I know it was late. Yep, I got it. But yeah, there it is. $54 billion, And it's from this brand new uh, law that Trump just signed. And it'll tell you in this press release. Oh, yeah, he signed it on the 27th of uh, December. So, anyway. Yeah, and this is, again, I have to keep reiterating it because there will be people who will who will hear this and go, but he's for America first. He's the only hope. He's our only savior. 
I mean, some people think that's not all people, but some people think that he's the one who is against the communist. He is the one who is not a globalist. And yet over and Mm -hmm. over and over and over, his actions betray his words. And this is what we try to get people to see. This money right here, this $54 billion in COVID relief for K-12 through students, teachers, and schools, every dime is unconstitutional. And if you want to justify that because it's your boy with the political jersey, you're just as much to blame for the lawlessness that's going on in this administration as the others guy, other guys were. Oh, thank you, Razor. <laughs> Dummy me spelled Gandhi wrong, I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Let me see if that brings up any. Nope, it didn't bring up anything either. Sorry. But thank you for pointing that out, Rachel. That's why it's it's hard to find because they'll do this. They will purposely put things in there. It is hard to find. But I wanted to point out that along with this, you know, 81 billion, of which 54 billion, the bosses just trotted out, uh, we also have a governor's emergency education relief fund. Now, this is a. Seven billion dollars, Tim. And here's where this one gets really awful: is this one goes directly after all non-public educated students. You hear that, folks? So if you're not in public education, if you're in private education, and this is what I'm trying to get people to clarify for me, I believe this is where it will morph over into the homeschooling and the section on that. You can find um, near page 1853 all the way to 1863. It will include public education. And it tells you expressly that a public agency at your state level will be in control of all the non-public schools that get this money. So what have you just done? You've just taken non-public education and you've blurted in with public now, here in North Carolina, we are one of the only states, if not the only state, that has a dedicated state-level department for non-public education. It was done that way, and it was housed in the executive branch of our state government to protect it from the public instruction, Department of Public Instruction, because the state recognized that the people wanted these things separated, but yet when the um definition of homeschooling changed here in North Carolina back in 2013. And, you know, I was on the front lines of fighting that because I knew that it was going to be a toxic mix. Legislators got up in Raleigh and they said, you know, we purposely want to blur the lines between public and private. And here we are in 2021 and we now have a federal law that has done precisely that. Yes. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> what else do you got in here? Because, um, again, there's 5,500 pages and, uh, I mm-hmm. heard your frustration yesterday. You spent about three full days going through the stuff that you've gone and you've kind of just barely scratched the surface. Scratched if you will. the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And because there's a lot of stuff in here and I don't know, I think <laughs> I get frustrated because I'm, you know, I see people making all this, you know, mecca journey to to dc to do this protest mm-hmm. and rightfully so i'm not i'm not bad mouthing anybody for going uh, and protesting but the fact of the matter is none of your representatives are going to be there that i know of they're not going to hear you they're going to ignore you you have to make them hear you this is why we pushed for people to go to their state legislatures 
where all of these things are taking place and why people aren't fussing over this. See, because this can't be about Donald Trump. It has to be about the law because the next guy coming in will do it. If it's, if it's mm-hmm. Trump or if it's Biden or whoever, the next guy down the line will come in and yeah, do the same not thing. Going away. Yeah. They'll do the same if thing. This is, Go ahead. Yeah, this is not going away. And I don't mind if they protest because, you know, I'm one who said, hey, let's go protest. But yes. What are we protesting? We're not protesting the right thing. Right. We're protesting for a person. We're not protesting for the Constitution. We're not protesting for exactly. the people in our voices not being heard. And we're certainly not protesting over the fact of, well, the Tenth Amendment through this bill and through education overreaches has been grossly violated for many, many years. We also are not protesting the fact that U.S. Code 20, Section uh, 123A, which prohibits any and all federal overreach, including money into education, has totally been, excuse my French, peed on. Yeah. Well, it absolutely has. It absolutely has. But but my, but to the point here, yeah, it's good to protest the things about the the election because there. I think there is clearly election fraud. Not to get off on that oh, subject. Yeah, but, it's on both but, sides. but what about this under under the cover of the election stuff? Everybody either justifies or ignores all of this unconstitutional spending that not they point the and and they've got Americans divided to they point to just Democrats, but Republicans are a part of this. The president's a part of it. Why are we not? making them hear us and by that i'm talking about you know tens of thousands of people who gather you go to the capitol building you go to the white house you make them see that you're there not you go out here and wherever you go right in there and you let them know that i mean there ain't i don't think there's enough dc police to stop tens of thousands of people if they want to go there peacefully and let and make their voice be heard there, bills like this, 5,500 pages, should never, ever, ever, never, never, ever, never, ever, never be signed by any president. <laughs> they shouldn't. In fact, they shouldn't be allowed to be submitted. This is ridiculous. Nobody, The president himself went on national television and said nobody has read this to know what's in it, and yet he signs it. He doesn't know what's in it. He knows a few things. He doesn't know all what's in it either. All of these guys are puppets. For the people behind the special interests, globalists and other people, corporations who've who've put this stuff, the language in here, and they're not, they don't have America's best interest at heart. They just don't. If you think they do, right. call in 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. Oh, yes, yes, absolutely. Well, a couple more things I want to bring up about the emotional, and then we'll scoot on to some other stuff, okay? And these are things that are hidden, and the reason why I want them for them them up is because you need to know this. In this particular section that we're talking about where you've got the emergency relief and the governor's emergency relief fund, you also will notice that it's going to um, count children of your state population 5 through 17 um, or figuring out how much your state gets or how much your governor gets. It's going to target low-income children. It's going to force your non-public schools to comply to state mandates It's also going to use the CDC guidelines for safety and protocol. And anything that is done through this particular funding, Kim, I kid you not, must contain a non-secular neutral mandate in all resources, including curriculum. Yep. Every bit of it. Yep. 
every stinking bit of it. All right, so with that, we're going to move on. Algorithms is going to be tied into this as well. Um, it's going to go through tech, big tech companies, which we know that, but it's also going to use nonprofits. It's going to attach itself to higher education. Um, and these algorithms we know are built into these assessments. And these assessments, <clears throat> excuse me, will pigeonhole our children, especially when they're in the cognitive assessments. And through this particular law, you have got a massive increase in cognitive assessments through the Medicaid funding. You also have a section in this particular bill that reauthorizes our schools as centralized health centers. Let me see if I can give you that section number. Yeah, section one, uh, excuse me, section 317 will reauthorize all school-based health centers. So those wraparound services that Anita Hope and Charlotte Eiserbite have told us about, this is setting that all right back up. So you've basically taken a lot of the gunk that was in Every Student Succeeds Act, and you've just reauthorized a lot of it, which we know in the federal system, uh, laws for education, laws for a lot of things recycle every five years. Well, we just hit the fifth year anniversary for the Every Student Succeeds Act. So how wonderful it is that the Christmas present that Obama said he gave us, Trump just gave us another one. They're lumps of coal. Well, absolutely. absolutely. Because they're pushing the same agenda. They give different yeah. rhetoric. They provide different right. rhetoric. Look, they're... They are WWE. This is what we've said all along. They are the Harlem mm -hmm. Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. They're there to get you entertained. And <clears throat> let me let me again explain this, and I'll let you finish. When I say that, folks, I really mean it. They're there to entertain you out of your liberty. They're there to get you to be a political junkie, if you will. Well, such and such said this. Well, such and such said that. Well, such and such grilled this person and such and such. Who cares what that is? What are they doing? Who cares what they say? It's what they do that's the problem. And everybody gets up on who tells the best your mama joke or whatever the case is and that. That's where a lot of the political fodder comes from, the red meat, if you will, that you throw out. But in the end, it's what they're doing that's destroying the, the country and the states. Right. It's destroying them. Right. It absolutely is. Now, this particular law loves block grants. And you and I have spent, I don't know how many shows talking about block grants and how it takes, and instead of giving the state the power that it should have, it gives more control back to the federal over the state and then over we the people. But we've got block grants for child care and development centers, $5.9 billion dollars social services block grants, $1.7 billion, child and family services block grants, $13 billion. Every one of these will tie back to the Common Core machine. Every one of these will tie back to things like Head Start, Early Head Start, uh, a lot of those um, uh, in-home services that you have for special needs as well. Native American block grants, because after all, we have to mess with them some more. Um, we also have the Hawaii Native Block Grants. We have the Substance Abuse and Mental Health um, Block Grants that are about $10 billion. Community, uh, child Care and uh, Community Development, $10 billion. And a lot of what goes into these particular block grants are 
federal departments that are outside of education who are marrying up with education to carry out this agenda. So everyone going, well, we just need to shut down the Department of Education. Well, I agree. If you take that one out, Tim, all this garbage is going to scatter back to those other related agencies and no one's getting it. Well, exactly. And, of course, the underlying thing is there's a big problem there with, with getting people's attention to this in the first place. Uh, because right. people's mindset has been so set that as long as you say the word education and it's for the children, as long as you couch it in those kind of terms, well, then that must be a good thing. And it doesn't matter if it's unconstitutional. It doesn't matter if it's authoritarian. It doesn't matter if it's lawless doesn't matter if it's stealing from you and putting a, a giant debt burden that you can't bear. And we can't bear this debt, folks. We just can't bear it. No, um, we can't. It's going to collapse us. It really is. And uh, while you're being told the economy is the greatest it's ever been, that is just a lie. It is a lie. It's a lie out of the previous administration. It's a lie out of this administration. Because the fact of the matter is we continue to devalue our dollar to the point where it's going to be worthless very soon. It really is. And I made the Which point is, about looking at certain things in the past as to the cost today. That's all due to the continual printing of money by the magical Federal Reserve uh, banksters who want to put us into debt to enrich themselves. And it's interesting you bring that up about devaluing the dollar because that's precisely the point that shifts us over into all this uh, cyber finance, which is also woven into this as well. Um, it purposely is meant to crash our economy. And the irony is, is in this particular law, you'll find economic development grants. So again, we're seeing our government come in going, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about a solution. We've got a solution. We're just going to throw money at it. This will tie back to the USMCA, and we've done tons of shows on that. Okay, as far as some of the healthcare stuff, because remember, in the Every Student Succeeds Act, the Department of Health and Human Services was given one of the was given the biggest power increase over education. And here's why. Because the federal government has, and I don't know if people know this or not, but under the Department of Health and Human Services, there's a transitional science branch. And what transitional science is, is we're going to take a problem and we're going to research it to death and we're going to find a solution for it. So now we're, we're looking at health care. All right. Now, this particular uh, section for the transitional health. Uh, will tie back to the Public Health Act. These can also be tied back to Medicaid and Medicare, especially for in-home services and medical treatments. All right. Medicaid, as we have discussed many, many times, Tim, was reconfigured under the Every Student Succeeds Act um, to help not only create those wraparound services and make your schools quasi-hospitals so that children could be diagnosed, is that a lot of the cognitive assessments are used are using Medicaid and Medicare funding. Now, here's what is the concern. Nine times out of 10, those cognitive assessments are not given to these children who are, are suspected of having some sort of learning disability by medically licensed professionals who know how to 
properly give these cognitive assessments. They're being thrown at the teachers and said, oh yeah, you don't have enough to do. We're gonna let you go out here and we're gonna give Johnny and Susie this particular assessment and you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to give it to them. And based off of that skewed result, is what label will follow the child. It also attaches more money to the child so that the school can somehow benefit. Okay. All right, what else do so, we have in there? Yep. Um, I don't know if you want to show people the particular uh, transitional science branch that I was showing. It shows the spectrum of how these supposed decisions are made. And I want you to stop and think. It's not just about the cognitive assessments. In this particular bill, since it is about supposed COVID relief, this is how everything is run through this particular Department of Health and Human Services. So this will morph into anything that is connected to uh, COVID. So that's the spectrum that you are run through. That's the spectrum that um, you and I run through, our children are run through. And, you know, Again, unconstitutional. The government was not given jurisdiction over health care. Yeah, that, no, that's exactly right. The Tenth Amendment and the Ninth Amendment are very clear that uh, whatever we didn't give to the federal government authority for, which, boy, I went over this in the spending things twice. The enumerated right. powers of Congress, these these 18 to 21 things, however you want to break them down that are in Article 1, that's all Congress can write law on, and it's all that Congress can spend money on. They can't be doing any of this other stuff, and they're continually doing it, and the people, instead of dealing with it, they get pulled into the argument about unconstitutional things. They they get pulled into the argument about whether it's education or if it's health care. Or if it's, my goodness, we've got conservatives talking about instituting martial law. That's not in the Constitution, folks. It ain't there. I know some people think it is. If you think it is, article, section, and clause, 215, top talk, 215, It's not there. It's not there. And we get pulled into unconstitutional arguments, Lynn. That's the problem. And it, you know, it is a deception and, of course, we know who the great father of deception is. It's the devil. This is, these are his people who are doing this stuff. And as I said on yesterday's show, sometimes, or excuse me, it was uh, Monday's show, I think. Uh, sometimes uh, the ministers of Satan disguise themselves as angels of light. Or in the political realm, they might disguise themselves as America first, or the best of America, for, we're for America, or whatever the slogan is, they want to come in mm-hmm. and do it. But they're deceiving you in order to steal, kill, and destroy, which is what the devil does. And they're doing the same thing. They're stealing the money from the people. They're stealing the people's children's inheritance. And instead of blessing them, they're laying a big, heavy debt burden, which the Bible says is a curse, on them. Absolutely it is. Um, I want to focus a little bit on how much of our food is in this omnibus bill as well and a lot of the food that's tied to education in one way or another all right i'm just going to list these off you have the um department of agriculture which will marry up with the department of education as well as the department of health and human services and they do this through the child nutrition programs Uh, They also do it through uh, entitlement funding and commodities funding for farmers. All right. You also have the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, otherwise known as SNAP, 
that money is supposedly given to families who are in need, which, you know, it's not a problem unless you figure out that the government's not supposed to be doing that. That was never the government's uh, duty. Hmm. But SNAP funding is tied to um, the Every Student Succeeds Act and also through these cognitive assessments as well. Uh, school lunches, school breakfasts, you have what's known as rural um, uh, REAP zones, which tie into rural uh, bills as well. You also have a $5 million caveat so that we can make sure that school food does not include chicken from China and a million dollars for safe seafood in all schools. Those are some really stupid things, but here are the <laughs> other things yes. that you need to understand about. Go ahead. No, no, I was laughing. Those are some really stupid things. I, I just, that's exactly right. Okay, so let's not get our chicken from China, which is fine. I don't know why in my head I'm running through that little song. <laughs> chickety, chickety, okay. Chinese We also need to understand that there's $3 million for a pilot program through the Department of Agriculture to fight a certain type of grass. Now, how this ties to education is because it'll go back into forestry, wildlife. This will go back to the um, EPA and the Sustainable Development Goals. Um, it's in the use of the $3 million, though, Tim, that you're going to have partnerships with schools and with other public-private partnerships that will use this as education to carry this pork belly portion out. Now, I want you to, if you would, go to the link about the, it's C-O-G-O-N grass. I don't know how to actually pronounce that. It shouldn't be that hard, but supposedly it's an invasive species. But America has been using it for years for erosion control. And as much as our land is being taken to replace good soil with wind tunnels and solar panels, okay, what are we doing to our land? What are we teaching our kids about stewardship when it comes to taking care of the earth? But $3 million decide that. That's absolutely crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, thank you, uh, Sooners for Christ. <laughs> you gave me a chuckle there. <clears throat> That's exactly what I was trying to get out. Um, well, it, it, this, again, comes down to unconstitutional spending. I don't know how many times I can say it, and I don't know how many times people are going to cover it up, justify it, or do whatever with it, but it's like, I guess people just don't, they, they don't, they haven't even read this, much less considered anything that comes out. And I think that's the problem, Lynn. One, yeah. they, they don't know, they don't know the Bible, that's first, and then two, they're not picking up on the their own law that restricts their government. And they get, again, caught into the arguments about who can do what, and they point fingers at each other instead of saying, look, both of you knucklehead party, party groups, which John Adams says was a great evil, by the way. You know, we had Scott Adams on. Uh, let me just make mention of this. I'll let you finish. We had Scott Adams on on Monday, and, uh, you know, he was saying, well, Tim, you know, you see it this way, but, it, you know, in the real world, well, in the real world, that two-party system is killing America. Make no mistake about oh, yeah. it, folks. It is killing us. 
So I live in, in the re- I live in the real world, but I'm offering real world solutions. If people want those solutions, if they don't want the solution. Well, then go off in your pipe dream thinking that you keep putting in the same two parties. Either one of them. You could put Republicans in for 50 years, and you're still going down this road because they're just as much to blame for it as Democrats. And this is where we have to – there has to be repentance for us as a nation in saying, no, we're not going to put up with this anymore, and we're going to do more than just – have some rallies and have some protests. This has to go a step further to bring these people to justice because they're committing crimes against us and against our posterity. Absolutely. And the reason why I brought up so much of the food is because in this particular omnibus law, Tim, it cites the 2017 nutritional guidelines from the federal government. In other words, we now have a a law It is not only mandating where the money goes so that we can have food. It's going to mandate how the food is grown because there's a plethora of funding going for research and development. And this goes into uh, biotechnology. This goes over into bioagriculture. So you got the government. They're controlling the funding of what school children eat or in the community, uh, what we can have access to. You also now have them going, oh, well, here's what you should eat. I mean, we've seen the government guidelines for what we should eat, and we know it's not it's not a great plan. I mean, it's absolutely not a great plan. We have tons of health problems because the federal government yep. has decided that they know better what we should eat and not. Absolutely. Here's something. Here's something we need to point out, and I'm, I'm not going to make this too personal, but I have a lot of food allergies. If I went by what the government told me I should eat, I would be so sick all the time. It wouldn't even be funny. But you look at these camps that are being set up for folks who are going to be nonconformist. Do you think they're going to give a rat's bottom about, hey, do you have a food allergy? No, they're not going to. They're just going to shove something at you. And there it is. Well, it reminds me of, uh, again, Orwell's 1984. You know, you see Winston. That's kind of the thing, too. Um, and I remember the drink that he had where he talked about it tasting like some kind of, I don't know, mixture of gin and something that was just gross sounding. And the food was very much the same. It was to keep the people weak. And yeah. don't think that they're not doing that now, folks. They're doing That's why we bring Kate on to kind of give us some instruction. Look, I need that instruction, too. My wife has been great in uh, doing things for our family to try to, you know, move us away more and more from the way we were eating to a healthier a healthier diet and that not based on government stuff but actual looking one to the bible and two to um to those who know what's actually in certain foods and what's not these gmo foods i know a lot of people have said oh well they're feeding people well they might be sustaining them in some matter but the long-term effects of that I think are just now beginning to be realized. And I think this is the problem with the vaccines. We haven't even had long-term testing of that. You talk about food allergies. When I had Stephen Hallbrook on from, I don't know if it's Christianity and vaccines or vaccines and Christianity.org. Um, but that was one of the things he said. I said, you know, I haven't had autism. I haven't had any. He goes, do you have allergies? And allergies uh, can come from vaccines as well because they're tied mm-hmm. with autoimmune. So, um, Again, these the, the the timing of this and the stuff that we're talking about affect a lot of things, not just uh, the education. And don't think for a minute, folks, this isn't to weaken the population for one day a communist invasion. And and they and as Khrushchev said, they'll they'll be able to do it without firing a shot. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, I wanted to point out that this particular new public law has 19 related bills to it. Um, two, I've already written about, and we're not going to take the time to listen to that because we do have some other topics to hit. Um, but I just wanted to point out two bills, H.R. 7614 and H.R. 7616 were embedded into this new public law, this 116-260, lock, stock, and barrel. And what those two bills were, Tim, was those were the appropriations uh, funding for last year that never got approved. So they lumped them into this bill to carry it forward. Incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And the fact that nobody's the fact I think there's a handful of guys on mm -hmm. Capitol Hill who actually stand up and speak out against this this kind of spending on mm -hmm. on frivolous things. And uh, I forget who it was that was doing the recent one. I don't know if it was Rand Paul or somebody They kind of picked up. What was this? Uh, Tom Colburn's, um, you know, he used to have the waste bucket or waste basket or whatever it was. The report mm -hmm. that he had every year of the wasteful spending, I think Rand Paul's sort of picked up something like that. And he br he brings to the floor a lot of this stuff that's getting the money that's being spent unconstitutionally as well. Right. Oh, yeah. It was the uh, $6 million for the smart toilets to take a picture yes, of that's your it. bottom. Yep, that's it. Yep. Yeah, to take a picture of your bottom so you could be identified. Are you kidding me? Uh, there's some sick people out there who actually think about and and if for people who haven't seen it, I'll have to pull this up because we I did a, an article on it. Uh, for people who haven't seen it, it's it's I I don't know a nice way to put it. Anal print. That's what there's they're no looking way, for. There's no nice way to put it. There that's, really isn't. Somebody in D.C. decided that's what they're going to do, and they used our money to do it. It's lawless. It's signed in by President Trump. It's pushed by this Congress and guys. Again, if you can't see the enemy for who it is, it is not China. It's not even Russia. It's in our backyard. It's in D.C. All of these gangsters, they're committing crimes against us by not sticking to the Constitution. And we got to quit justifying their, their, their behavior. We just got to quit doing that. All right. Well, since you're talking about the shift over to the uh, workforce, which we've many, many shows about. Okay, under the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act, okay, this will be um, Division H of this particular law, which ties Department of Labor, Health and Human Services and Education and other related agencies, all right? $45 million alone for career tech education. For the WIOA part, which takes and unites Every student succeeds that to the Higher Education Act when it said on page 17 that all education had to be aligned to the same workforce. Uh, Post-secondary readiness standards is laid out in the Workforce Innovation and Opportunity Act. Well, this is the WIOA funding. You ready? $3.6 billion. This includes our one-stop career center. So even if you didn't go to public education, uh, when you go to find a job in these one-stop career centers, there it is. It's coming to get you. And in that will be an assessment that will pigeonhole you into what career and what education you need for that. All right. Career tech education uh, has almost $2.1 billion that includes family literacy programs. Then you have all kinds of grants and subgrants that include charter schools as well. You have family self-sufficiency career pathways. 
special treatment for those who are in the intelligence community for careers in education, STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math, and ed career partnerships. You have STEM that's embedded uh, STEM engagement, $127 million, and we've been over, I don't know how many shows about how STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math is the tool, the choice tool for changing America from the United Nations through the Sustainable Development Goals. STEM via the National Science Foundation, which is a wicked bunch, $968 million, all right? You also have climate security, and STEM under the CIA and through the CIA, all right? Uh, then you have in here rescheduling the National Assessment for Education Progress. It mandates fourth grade, eighth grade assessments, as well as aligning the 12th grade assessments to mandates that are not set out by the states or even the federal government, but the global entities in charge of these, which can be tied back to United Nations. All right, sustainability is in here out the wazoo. Most of it ties us to all these different countries that a lot of mainstream media has uh, tied us to. We need to understand that our State Department has set up a new initiative. It's called People to People Partnership for Peace. Um, it establishes and creates a two-state solution for Israel and Palestine. All right, we also have Choice Neighborhoods here in America, an, an initiative that will tie housing and urban development to our economy, labor, and education using public-private partnerships. Are you getting the drift here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, I, one of the things that's, that's dawning on me is not only are we, unfunding, or, or are we funding unconstitutional agencies like the FBI and the CIA, but then we're giving them authority over the stuff with education stuff, too, that's tied in there with mm -hmm. that. Come on, man. Yeah, what, what, what are we thinking? We're, we're just bringing our own destruction on us. Lynn, we're kind of against the show. Unless you need to go over significantly or something, let me know. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're not done. Okay. <laughs> I'm All sorry. Right. We're just that's not fine. done. <laughs> well, let's, <clears throat> let's close out for the radio audience because okay. I'll have to turn off the phones and things. And uh, sure. guys at Red State, if you will, jump over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Go down the right side of the page. The uh, video portion of the radio show is there. If you'd like to join us in chat, click on the YouTube link there when you click the play. There's YouTube down the bottom. You can join us in the chat as well. Uh, we'd love to have you on there. You can join us on Facebook, DLive. Uh, go to beforeitsnews.com, and you can catch us there as well. Uh, you guys who are on Roku who are watching, you can also do the same. We'd love to have you in there. And uh, you can uh, check out Lynn at commoncoredeva.com. There's also a link in there where you can support her work if you want to do that. And we're going to follow up here. We're going to continue the show here for a few more minutes to let uh, Lynn finish out all the things that she's got. And in 23 hours, we'll be back with you and talk with you then. See ya. Okay, all right. We want to welcome everybody coming in from Red State Talk Radio and appreciate you guys supporting us, you guys in the chat room who uh, across the various video. Yeah. <laughs> uh, SG, one more hour. I told you, just, just a few minutes. It's like a good preacher. <laughs> It's like a good preacher, right? I, I, if I get going and I say, I just got like five or 10 minutes and it's a half hour later. I'm sorry, guys. I, I don't mean, I'm not trying to deceive you or anything. It's just sometimes, 
Uh, I, I'm not you even going to You got to do get, what you got to do that's, sometimes. That's exactly right. All right. Yeah. So, Lynn, okay. you, you've got a few more things that you want to get on. So let's let's do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> we know we have a lot of people who are special needs. Okay. We also know we have a lot of people who love to watch the Olympics or participate in Special Olympics. But um, on my blog, you can find how that's tied back to not only Common Core, but through the um, United Nations as well. But in this particular uh, 116-260 idea funding and Special Olympics, $14 billion. This will include online learning, tech um, support for online learning. This also will tie into mental health services. Uh, You have IDEA money that is used expressly for data mining to align these kids who are on IEPs to all this agenda. You have $797 million for English language learners, safe schools, and citizen education, $217 million. Indian education, $181 million. School innovation and improvement, $1.14 billion that will tie everything to the disabilities and their services all back under the COVID protocols through the CDC. Oops, let me turn my page. Sorry about that. All right. Hang on. All right. Under uh, Marriage Made in Hell, sorry about that, Department of Defense and Department of Education are going to expand and improve military-based schools to the tune of $284 million. The Bureau of Indian Education under the Department of the Interior is getting $265 million to update these schools. Now, all these schools that are being updated, Tim, are going to be done to the Green Movement. So if you think that the Green Movement has kind of taken a back seat, uh uh-uh, it's not happening. All right. Disadvantaged. Now, this this is something we need to talk about for a minute. Education for those deemed disadvantaged, $17.2 billion. Now, that's across the board. So this is not just for special needs students. This is not just for public school students. The government, and this is what was so tricky in Every Student Succeeds Act, Tim, was the definitions for who qualified as those in the public system, those in the private system, those in the alternative education, and those in the um, disadvantaged category were vastly changed so that instead of it really going for someone who needed the help it's this big umbrella that now comes in and it's going to get everybody and this is one of the ways they're doing it but listen to that 17.2 billion dollars if the government deems you as somehow disadvantaged in education well you mentioned something there that i hit on yesterday it was at the end of the show with Catherine austin fitz and she talked about, you know, we're the ones who are building our own prison. And the door's not been shut yet because the prison isn't quite built. And this is one area here. I mean, just in all this stuff that you're bringing out, this is one area where we're, we're building our own prison. And I don't know what it's yeah. going to take, uh, Lynn, for people to see what's going on and say, you know what, I've had enough of it. I'm not buying into this system anymore. Not buying into it anymore. And um, I know some people think that it's patriotic to pay your taxes. It's not. In fact, our forefathers rebelled against that. That was one of the things they were rebelling against when they dumped the tea in the uh, in the sea. They had a two or three percent tax at the time, at at most. 
And some of you, even on the lower end, you're in a scale of paying 10, 15% at least. So I don't know what it's going to take, Land. We can tell people all day long. But the question is, when are we going to stop building the prison with this stuff? Absolutely. I don't know. But as far as part of the uh, way to keep us hemmed in, the Institute for Educational Sciences out of the Department of Education is notorious for doing nothing but data mining. So if someone's going to say, oh, well, you know, I don't go to public school, so therefore my child is not data mined. No, no. These, this group is dastardly enough that, that if you're somehow in education, no matter what part it is, they know where you are. They're taking data, and it's being aligned to the student longitudinal data service, which aligns to the workforce quality data initiative, which creates that career track pipeline. All right, but it's getting six hundred and forty-two million dollars to streamline even more so, Tim. So what we're seeing happen with this is that the federal government, who knows. They cannot set out a national data tracking system, has done it in ways that are backdoor. And this is one of them, because if they can get the states to do the dirty work. Oh, you mean you guys have all been all connected? Well, good, because that means then I don't have to. So it shifts the burden from the feds to the states and they'll claim that, oh, yes, we're being constitutional. But what they've done is they have greased the way to set up that national data tracking without you ever realizing it. Yep, our friend Matt Trujella uh, did that with his own state up there in Wisconsin. He called out his people over that too. And it Mm -hmm. was basically say, quit taking the government cheese. If you quit taking the government cheese, then they can't have a hold on you. And I, I don't know why people can't get that through their heads. But this is the, this is how they buy the American people off. They're they're right. tying the strings to the government cheese in a ton of areas. And you know, I know there's homeschoolers who want those tax credits too, just like the public oh, no. school. No, teacher. no, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, it'll give them a foot in the door. Yep, that's exactly right. Know. That's exactly what it does. Yeah, I I, I, have, I will die on that hill for that one. Yeah, I will. Now, under learning through this particular uh, new law, Tim, we have. Distance learning, telemedicine, broadband, loans and grants, $12 million in loans for expanding broadband, especially in rural areas, and $60 million in grants for everything else. We have distance learning that's lumped into rural utilities. We have it dumped into rural electrification. We now have the National Guard who has a distance learning project. Well, the National Guard is being used to help roll out this vaccine, all right? We also have um, veterans, our our veterans who have served us and given so much of their life, and this is how the government's paying them back, is is roping them into this as well. So we have distance learning for them. We have uh, hybrid learning. We have summer learning, after-school programs, um, learning loss concerns now, because after all, this is Cause such a terrible thing in the state of education that the government has to come in and go, well, what do we do about those kids who uh, have, have what we call learning loss or, you you know, you just don't remember or you've actually fallen back behind. Um, do you see where this is going? This is using um, families terribly for this learning loss. 
Um, and you can, you know, find that. Um, well, I have the wrong page number, but just look up summer learning and after school and you should be able to find this stuff. We have the job core in distance learning. Well, job core is tied into the career tech education and the STEM. You have remote instruction for minority communities. This is a new pilot program that the government's instituting. You have a pipeline for distance learning. You have artificial intelligence that will um, create a new distance learning micro seedling program. So it is, at, and oh, let me let me bring up one more thing, and then I'll let you say something. Uh, the lifetime learning credit that's been used on our tax forms is being phased out. So if you're not seeing the theme here of the cradle to grave that has been talked about or the birth to death uh, alignment that's going on for lifelong learning and all this, I don't know what to do to help you. But that's a lot of where a bunch of this money's being thrown. Yeah, and all of it gears towards that, that sense of totalitarianism or control. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. It first begins in the mind. This is, this is you know, some people have this idea, um, you know, land of the operation uh, what was it? Um, gosh, what was that uh, old film where they had the guy's eyes open? Um, ah, I forget what it was. The, the, they have this weird idea of mind control, and I'm not saying there's some some strange things that people have done for that, but the idea here is even of a mind control. It is to, and SG can attest to this uh, in the chat room, the Southern Gent, we've dealt with this a lot in different chats that we've been in is the mind control mm -hmm. comes through education or what's termed as education. It's an indoctrination. And it tells us certain things in history are true when they're really not true. And so we have to unlearn that to get out of that mess. And some of us have been spending uh, the better part of a quarter of a century trying to do some of that, getting mm -hmm. out of it. And the things that you're pointing out here, where this money's going, how it's being designed, is to further control the minds of the people. And if you control the minds of the people, you're going to control their actions, too, to make them good little, as we talked about before, a good little communist worker workforce you know, set of bees who are going to do what government tells them to do, easily controlled, so that banksters and corporate elitists and other people can live high off the hog off of the slavery of our backs. That's exactly what's going on. Right. Absolutely. Um, well, the final thing I wanted to bring up was I did find my notes on this Gandhi King uh, education exchange. Um, it's $1 million every fiscal year from 2021 to 2025. And then thereafter, $2 million every fiscal year, it sets up, like I said, it's an, an initiative that should not even be codified, but it creates a foundation with a mission as a charter statement. We'll create a brand new school called the Institute of Peace, and it'll be under the Gandhi King name. So this is one of the things that we were talking about. So, yeah, I just wanted to clarify the funding because I knew earlier I had said I wasn't sure how much. Okay. All right. All right. What else? Do you got anything else that here? That is, um, no, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, um, I tell you what, well, let's close out and guys, ha, ha, ha. 
It's only 12 after. <laughs> and that's because Lynn was doing it. We did good. That's right. That's because <laughs> Lynn was doing it. All right, Lynn, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to give you time. Yes. It's no rush. You take time and tell people where they can find out more about you, where they can uh, find your work, and where they can uh, join you on other social media platforms. Okay. Well, uh, as Tim has so graciously stated, you can find my blog. It's commoncordiva.com. There is a donate button. So if you feel like you would financially like to bless me for the work that I do, uh, which is my labor of love, I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you cannot donate financially, if you would donate prayer time, that would be absolutely awesome. That's always needed. You can find me on Facebook under Common Cordiva or U.S. Parent Call to Action. You can find me on localactivist.org. That's part of the Citizens for Free Speech organization. And if you don't know that organization, you really should. Um, you can find me on MeWe, Parlor, Spreely, uh, USA.life. You can find me on Breaking News Journal on Roku. Uh, that's as well as Amazon. And I think things are growing there. Uh, I do know that uh, the lady... Uh, who has been the spearheading force behind this particular new clean TV revolution, has said that uh, Forbes is even interested in doing interviews. So, you know, it's it's really growing, and it's all because of you guys. And so thank you so much. Amen. Amen. And uh, SG says, come on, Lynn. Come on. <laughs> he is wanting an hour. That's what he's wanting. I, I know him. He, he's he's a... Uh... He's a sucker for punishment. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Guys, thank you for joining us and sticking over for the hour. Uh, all of this, again, will be up at sonsoflibertymedia.com this morning. All of these links that Lynn has pulled from will be there. And if you want to go back through the show, if you're very interested in saying, well, I want to see if she knows what she's talking about, she's really doing this, all of those links are there. You can play it alongside the show, and you can bring up the stuff as she's talking about it. So all those links will be in, in the archive, sonsoflibertymedia.com. By the way, if you're looking on a video platform, if you'll look in the description, we've got a new group in Telegram. Telegram allows you to make calls anywhere in the world, and it's encrypted. I, I don't know what really that's supposed to mean. It's supposed to be this hard to crack, but we figured out that the FBI was able to crack the iPhone, uh, obviously while they were trying to push Apple to do it uh, pr fairly quickly. So uh, whatever. The, we've got that on Telegram. There's a link in the video description. Please click on that and join. You guys can continue. You like meeting one another in the mornings and the afternoon when Bradley is on at 3 p.m. You can continue that you can share information in that group it's telegram just look down in the video description and you'll see it there and um we'll see you tomorrow lord willing 6 a.m eastern time adios